we were at ECC last week, and one of the main things that, that came close to home for me was this idea of drawing close to God. How many of you guys accepted Christ? You don't have to raise your hand. And you thought, man, this is going to be this glorious, amazing relationship full of you know, closeness to God. And then you get in, and maybe it was like that for a while, but you realize there are times in my, in my Christian walk where I feel really dry, almost empty. And uh, Jesus said that he came to provide living water that would fill us up to overflowing. And I think that a lot of times we as Christians don't experience that, and there's a very simple reason, I think. And uh, this is an encouragement to me, and it's something that I want to encourage you guys in. And that starts with uh, James 4.8. James 4.8 tells us that if we draw near to God, that he'll draw near to us. And so I think that that is one of the biggest keys to that overflowing sense of fulfillment in relationship with God is drawing near to him, knowing that no matter how I feel, he's going to draw near to me. Isn't that cool? Let's say me and Isaac get into an argument. It'll be weird to go talk to Isaac, right? And be like, hey, Isaac, because I don't know how he's going to respond to me. Wherever you are, whatever you've done this week, last week, today, as you draw near to God, he draws near to you. First John 1 John 1.9 says that if we confess our sins, and he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. When I go to God, I can simply confess those sins and he completely forgives it. And there's nothing between me and him that would prevent me from having that deep intimacy that we all long for. Don't you all long to have that connection with God, that deep intimacy with God? That's what he wants too. In Jeremiah 30, 21, God asks, Who is he who will devote himself to draw near to me? And so that's kind of the question is, are you the type of person that will say, I want to devote myself to draw near to God? Because he promised that if you draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you too. So will you devote yourself to draw near to him? That is the big question that God is asking us. Jesus, again, said he was the source of that living water that would fill us up. Jeremiah 2.13 is kind of a, a scary verse, but it's so true of all of us. It says that uh, all of us, God's followers, have committed two sins. Tell me if this isn't the case in your life, because I know this happens in my life far too often. It says that the first thing that we've done is we've forsaken him, and that he is the spring of living water. And that, again, that's what Jesus said he would be and what he is. And it says that we've forsaken the spring of living water. That's sin number one. Number two, it says that we've replaced that with broken cisterns that don't hold water. There's so many things that we try to that we try to fulfill ourselves with in life, uh, whether that be relationships or video games or TV or traveling or even school, getting a 4.0 or I don't know what it might be. Isn't that true? There's so many things that we try to replace God with that will fill us up and satisfy us. And all those things are great in their right place. But if they come before God, they will never fill us up. We'll be empty and empty and empty. And that's that thing of, of saying, God, I'm sorry for putting other things before you. I want to come near to you, knowing that you'll draw near to me too. Knowing that he never breaks a promise. And that's what he's promised us. Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So this is kind of uh, the challenge. It is to learn to delight yourself in the Lord. And many of you probably know this, but maybe to spend time this week in your quiet time, Delighting yourself in the Lord, spending time in his word, learning what he has to say to you, learning all the promises that he's put in there specifically for you, praying, telling him what he means to you. I remember when I was a student, there was one time my last semester here, 
I was taking all these senior chemistry and physics classes, and I was very involved in master plan, and I was engaged to be getting married to my wife Erin, and we, I was working. I, it, was, it was a crazy time in my life. And I remember one time I was in the parking lot and I was stressed out beyond belief. I was shaking. I was just stressed out to the point I almost couldn't take it anymore. And I remember I just sat there in my car at City Market and just said, God, I love you. And I just, I just stayed there for a few minutes and I just said, God, I love you. And I just repeated that to him. And I just started telling God what he meant to me. And it was like an entire burden just got lifted off my shoulders. All this stress, all this worry, all this anxiety, it just got taken away as I delighted myself in the Lord. In Jeremiah 31.3, God says that he's loved you with an everlasting love. Imagine that. Before you were born, Vilya, he loved you already. Isn't that cool? So before you were even on this planet, he was already looking forward to the day where he could have that relationship with you. And now you have that opportunity to spend that time with him every single day. And that is the most fulfilling thing, I believe, in our lives. Have any of you guys ever had a time in your life, I'm pretty sure most of you have, where you can remember a time where you were extremely close to God, and I'm not just saying in a feeling, but where you were communicating with Him freely, where, you're, where you were learning from His Word, where you were telling what He meant to you. I think most of you would think of those times as some of the most awesome memories that you have. And the thing that is so cool is those don't just have to be memories, but it can be every single day, that intimate relationship with God. In Psalm 37, 7, it says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. I think just that quiet time every morning of saying, I'm going to take this time and just wait for the Lord. This is the neat thing. Every single time you sit down with your Bible and open it up, He's going to meet you there. There's no question about it. When we step out and just say, God, I'm ready to be here and spend time with you, He meets you there every single time. And you can have that deep intimacy that Jesus himself talked about that would fill you up with living water that would even overflow to other people. So anyway, in, the, in uh, Psalm 63, 1-8, it's a great passage, but David says in verse 3, he says, your love is better than life, talking about God. And I think that's what I want. I want that relationship with God where I can honestly say, God, your love is better than life. And I think that only comes out of those times of seeking him earnestly in prayer and in praise, telling him what he means to us, and in reading his word. Paul said in Philippians 3, 7, he said that everything else in this entire world is trash compared to that deep relationship with God. Nothing even compares to it, he said. And so that would be my challenge tonight, is to seek God earnestly and to know with confidence that he is going to meet you right there. No matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, he will meet you as you seek him.